0: Thank you for coming to the home show. You know, I could try to spice it up and make it sound all radio-ish, but I'm just happy that you gave us an opportunity. If you're someone looking to educate yourself so that you can purchase a home for you and your family, this is the place. Sit back, take some notes, and enjoy the show. Mm -hmm. So... The basics of collateral, right, uh, and the importance of it in the home process is it really dictates and determines how much you can borrow. Would you agree?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, that that loan to that loan to value amount is really impactful with the buying power, if you will. So, the lower that loan to value amount is, the greater your buying power. Very simple.
0: Very simple. So whenever folks call us out of the blue, it's so funny, right? Tev? Uh, how you doing today? I'm fine. OK, I want a half a million dollars and uh, I'm a great guy. Uh, when can I sign? <laughs> it, it doesn't work like that. So that's why you guys got to go back and check out the first two C's, the credit. Right. And then mm-hmm. the capacity portion. But we're going to really button it up today, because as my OG manager told me, it's, it's all about the collateral, baby. Right. It's about yes, the value of the property. And how much skin? That's what we call it. How much skin you have in the game, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and and as Tevin said, those things dictate or determine what your loan to value is. Loan to value. And I'm gonna slow it down a little bit because we don't want to have mortgage jogging or mortgage ease. But uh, give give us one of them uh, uh educated, simple, fly uh, explanations of loan to value. Tev, uh, speak to me. You know, I'm, I read on a fifth grade level. Talk to me.
1: Oh yes, sir. Let's uh, let's talk. So. I actually have a client right now. Uh, we we discussed going FHA. Mm-hmm. Um, FHA obviously requires three and a half percent down. Okay. Therefore, making the loan to value out of 100%, 96.5%.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Right, so that three and a half percent down is going to make it a 96.5% loan to value, if you will. Um, the customer wanted to bypass mortgage insurance. Mm. He said, hey, I have money of down available. I do not want to pay mortgage insurance. So because you can't get rid of the mortgage insurance on, let's say an FHA program, Mm -hmm. his credit was good enough to go to conventional. And because of his 20% down, Mm -hmm. therefore having an 80% loan to value, he was able to bypass said mortgage insurance.
0: Mm. I love it, man. So what you're telling me, if I heard you correctly, two things, FHA loans always have uh, the... Private mortgage insurance? Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, it's called mortgage insurance premium, but it's it's the exact same thing. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so they do carry that for the duration of the loan.
0: But regardless of how much I put down, I'm going to have it? Correct. Correct. Okay. So you switch to conventional, and then if my spotty expenses, since it's picked up my fifth grade acumen, right? <laughs> Sounds like minimum you have to put down is 20% if you don't want the, what is it called for conventional? Private mortgage insurance. Private mortgage insurance. Yes, right?
1: sir. Yes, sir. So that is absolutely correct. Uh, you do have other ways to get out of it uh, that you don't have to uh, put the money down, but it okay. is still based on the loan to value. It just means that you get to what they call 78% of the loan to value to where they will then forfeit the mortgage insurance for the conventional product.
0: Got you. Got you. Okay. So I love it. I love it. So there you go, guys, because I, I get that question a lot. I don't want to pay private mortgage insurance because I was somewhere on the internet and they said, I don't have to pay it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's do this while we're there. Uh, we'll, we'll go out of order a little bit. Okay. But, um, no, we won't go out of order. We'll get to it here in a minute, but r- remember to remind me to, to mention what I was going to say about private mortgage insurance. Okay. Tev?
1: Bingo. Yes, sir.
0: There it is. There it is. Okay. So now, now that we understand loan to value, cause that's a huge part of this process. Okay. Again, credit's good. We showed you have the ability to repay on time, every time. Now we have to go out and assess the value of this home. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Tevin, but a lot of times I get folks uh, with this exact, I'm, I'm going to try to uh, 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 do a, uh impression of a client that I just had. Okay. Why am I paying for the appraisal? <laughs> 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 right? They right. want to know why they're paying for the appraisal. And for somebody that doesn't understand, it makes sense, right? Because we're the lenders, we're lending you the money. Mm-hmm. Why should I have to appraise or as a customer pay for the appraisal? And my response to him was, it's because it's, it's your loan. Okay. It, because here's the deal as a lender, as a business person, what if I go out and appraise this property and the house doesn't appraise, and you just walk away, how long am I going to be in business?
1: Oh, not long at all.
0: Not long at all. So Not long at all. Not tongue-in-cheek. I don't know about you, but do you ever get any pushback about the appraisal and who pays for it?
1: Uh, Frequently, frequently. Um, we try to discuss all of the, the, the things you pay for before closing mm-hmm. and understand that that's part of the loan. So even though you pay it, uh, you won't pay it twice. So it'll be credited uh, in the grand scheme of things. But like you said, it's your loan. Uh, right. The appraisal comes back light and you can't negotiate a different position with the seller, uh, then you have the freedom to walk away at some point. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we can operate that way as a business. And you're absolutely right with that.
0: There, and and that's the best explanation that I've ever been able to come up with because it's a business at the end of the day. Right. Yes, and sir. so uh, but that said, I love what you just said. There's a, a point of renegotiation if and when. You have the right professional. Let's say that we got to throw that out there. Okay. But let's say you assume you do and say that appraisal comes back in that example that you just gave earlier, $100,000 purchase price. That's the agreed sales price. But mm-hmm. the house only appraises for 90000 You said that, hey, as a buyer, you potentially have the uh, opportunity to come back and renegotiate. Go into that a little bit for me.
1: Yeah. So we we can't loan you more money than what we find out the house is worth. Mm. Uh, so essentially if it's, it's only worth 90 the seller has to be willing to say hey we're going to sell it for 90 and then we renegotiate those numbers and do your loan based on what the home appraised for um and that's really that i mean we if it if it goes under the amount that you have equity which is always great right right but we can't give you more money than what the home is valued at and uh once we have that appraiser go out there that number is is powerful
0: powerful everything
1: is based on that
0: Powerful and, and perfect segue The the person, the professional that comes up with that value. First of all, they're licensed. OK, mm-hmm. and they're called an appraiser per uh, your last statement that you made or in the last statement you made. You mentioned appraisers. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they are they are tasked with going out to assess the value of said home that you're looking to purchase. OK, and a couple of things here. Back in the day when I first started, I could and I had a cadre of uh appraisers that I could pick up the phone, just like you, Tim, right? And I'm like, hey man, I need you to uh I need you to wobble wobble. <laughs> that's a lot of power you had, Rob.
1: That's yeah, a lot of power, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now <laughs> I you I know you guys think this is cap, right? But that's why I'm around today because to whom much is given, much is required. And uh, I wasn't a part of none of them shenanigans. That was going on. But there was a whole lot of shenanigans in the going on. Oh yeah. Oh especially yeah. Especially over there where you at. Don't say where you at, but especially over there. Uh just look it up. Had a whole lot of folks still in jail right now, right? Because in order to commit mortgage fraud, it's a three piece. You need the lender, you need the appraiser, and you need somebody at the title company. Oh yeah. And and it's funny, that's one of the one of the three pieces that we're talking about here to uh to even talk about collateral, right? Because we're talking about us the lender. Now we're dealing with the appraiser and we're going to mention the title company here in a minute. Right. Mm -hmm. But that that said, long and short, the appraiser is the one that determines the value. And now because of what happened in 2008, do we we don't order the appraisals anymore one to one. What process do we go through, Ted?
1: Oh, we have to go through an AMC uh, or an appraisal management company. So we don't have direct access to the appraisers uh, because it gives us too much power. Uh, we tell them we're trying to get a loan done for a quarter of two hundred and fifty, uh, and that home doesn't appraise me. Like, hey man, give me this one. I'll look out for you on the other side. You're you're doing bad business, and uh, we need to have all of these comps and things of that nature that need to be accurate and done at a, at a, a very uh, high quality level, and it needs to be done above par at all times. And uh, yeah, the the AMC gives us the opportunity to keep it clean.
0: Yes, yes. And and there there have been and I've experienced just we want to we want to be honest. If you feel like your home value was not represented correctly, there's a I always going to mention the CFPB, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the government agency that is designed for us as consumers in several areas or entities. But if you ever feel like that's the case. Um, you can always reach out to a realtor to get what's called a CMA, a comparative market analysis. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you've been wronged in an area, because, uh, we've heard stories. And again, I'll say it again, I'm in the business and it, it, it was tried on me because of where I live, Mm -hmm. but it didn't work. Right. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: because a lot of these folks that are around, uh, sometimes they have what they called, uh, what is that? Uh, what kind of bias am I talking about? Um, uh, It's like an unconscious bias, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You do things unconsciously. So unfortunately, sometimes that happens. But typically, the AMC, the appraisal management company, uh, not typically, but it was designed because of fraudulent activities in the past. So it it removes everybody. uh, So the appraiser can go out and look at the location, size, condition, and the comparables to the home that you're buying so that the lender could get the best accurate value to represent that home. Agree? Yes,
1: no, that is, that's the perfect uh, idea of, in the concept of what the AMC does and how that process is supposed to go. Uh, yes. And just to go a little deeper on what you mentioned, Rob, I've heard it. Uh, you know, the appraiser comes out, uh, got a couple ethnic things laying around the house. Yeah. Values tend to drop a little bit. It's yeah. not fair. So just be mindful of that. Uh, as Rob said, the CFPB is our best friend uh in the consumer area. Uh, they can protect us in the in the, in the realm of that so
0: and, and here at the home show, we always we we lead with the uh mindset of you doing what's right uh, yes, but if you step out of line, <laughs> we're gonna get in there behind let's move let's, yeah. let's move forward, my brother. so mm-hmm. um with that said, man, another part that three piece we're talking about. Uh, protection of the collateral, right? And one way that you, the borrower or potential borrower, and the lender is protected is when we use things such as homeowners insurance, right? Mm-hmm. And more importantly, to back it up a little. Well, no, it's, all, it's the same thing: homeowners insurance and title insurance, title searching,
1: right? Mm-hmm.
0: I'll let you handle the, the 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 property insurance portion, and I'll I'll try to delve into the title portion too. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Uh, so with homeowners insurance, uh, very simply, we're trying to protect the asset. The asset in this regard is the home itself. So uh, we have in the South for sure uh, hurricanes. Uh, there's a, a plethora of other things that could happen to your home, but we want to maintain the home's value uh, as best as we can. Uh, and the way that we do that is by protecting the homeowners insurance. We got you know Allstate, uh, State Farm, different companies like that, USA. Uh, They're going to protect your home for you in the case of an incident uh, that could devalue the home. We're talking about things like your roof, um, you know, any issues that would happen with waterways or leakages, things of that nature. We want to make sure the home is always indemnified or make you whole so that the home is always at tip-top value.
0: Attention, Texas homebuyers. Did you know that the Texas State Affordable Housing Corporation also known as T-Shack, has several down payment assistance options available to you. These programs are designed to help make home ownership more accessible, and yet they are often underutilized. You don't even have to be a first-time homebuyer. Don't let the lack of a down payment and or closing cost funds hold you back any longer from realizing your dreams of home ownership. Schedule a consultation today and learn more about these great resources and start your journey to home ownership. That brother said indemnified Uh-oh. and you did. And you said it the right way, man. I'm just telling boy. I'm, I'm going to be like you one day, man. It's <laughs> cool. in here. It just doesn't come out like that. So oh, you know what? That's why I'm going to stay in my lane. That's why I got you here. So beautifully said, man, beautifully said title search on the other side. All we're trying to do is convey that I can sell Tevin a property, right? And there's nothing in between he and I to perfect the title, the deed from passing from me to him. Okay. Now, when there's a lender involved, especially in Texas, right? You actually get a copy of the deed Mm -hmm. and there's a mortgage note filed with it. But the deed is your home. And Texas does a lot of things uh, to protect homeowners, uh, such as you might not think it's a good thing. But you if you wanted to refinance and pull cash out of your home, you could only borrow up to 80 percent of the value, the appraised value of your home. And you might not think that's a good thing, but that's one of the reasons we're a very, 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 very strong state. You know what I'm saying?
1: I like it. They do that. They max out that refi because a lot of people just go crazy with, hey, you know what? I got access to sixty grand. I'm gonna grab all of it. It's like no, no, you're not. You're yeah. gonna get eighty percent of that. Yeah. We're gonna keep some of the equity in the home and uh, yeah. keep this thing rolling forward.
0: Yeah, well, so, and you know, a lot of times we need some protection, somebody to protect us to protect us, right? I, because I when things get into a situation, we always feel like we might be able to do this, that, or the third. So, one of the things that makes sex is strong, right? Now, another thing that is is should be on the forefront of a lot of our minds the way that home ownership and certain loan types can protect not only the lender or servicer and investor but as as a home owner is the forbearance programs uh during the pandemic if you have if you don't own a home if you had student loans you know if you had private student loans you ain't getting no cares act mm-hmm. you you had to make that payment um just recently, they had a big faux pas, you know, all these folks trying to be the first one to run out here and do some headlines. But the 40 year mortgages, those aren't forward mortgages. And, and that's in essence a forbearance that the administrator put, administration put into place to help those that are struggling to restructure, modify mortgages for services, things of that nature, and stretch that payment out for 40 years so that folks can stay in their homes. Right. And these typically happen or are associated with government entities, GSEs, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. Those are quasi government agencies and then USDA, FHA, VA. Right. Right. So um, these are some of the other ways. Right. Lenders can protect themselves and or you can be protected as a homeowner. Make sense.
1: Yeah, it makes perfect sense, man. I saw the 40-year mortgages in the in the headlines and I'm like, I don't know how I feel about it. You know, it, it makes sense, but it's also, man, you're just that much more of a commitment. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm still tossed up in the air about it.
0: But what I'm saying, Tevin, is that's what y'all say. That's cap. There is no 40-year mortgages. <laughs> right, right. Again, right. these folks are running out. And this is another reason folks are confused. Mm-hmm. And when we talk to folks, we have to give them the truth of the matter, right, right? if they'll listen. But again... The headlines, they had a a news, a couple of news outlets that ran with it saying Mm -hmm. that they're going to have new 40 year forward mortgages. That's not the case. And the forbearances for 40 years that that's been around, they, they had some 50 year tight restructuring back in 08 through 2010. Oh, wow. That's to keep people in their homes. Right. So much. So, well, not so much so, but because of that and the lower inventory that we have, you're not going to have as many foreclosures. That's all more the reason folks need to be educated properly and get into a home when you can, if you can afford it.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, yeah.
0: Sir. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, got I, I think we hit that in the head. Last thing that I want to talk about, uh, from a collateral standpoint is your down payment. Okay. And Tevin, you mentioned it a little earlier, but not only the, the the value of the home and what the lender is willing to lend you, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have more skin in the game, to your example, putting 20% down opposed to 3.5% down, you most likely, all the things being in place, will have better loan terms, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's less risk uh, to the lender, and all of the lenders operate based on risk. So the less risky, the more favorable your loan terms are going to be. I do want to throw a pin in there real quick, Rob. You said to mention PMI before we finished up. We were going to mention something about PMI.
0: And and I appreciate you bringing me back. There's a negative connotation with that insurance. Mm -hmm. But think about it and do a little history. Trust me, but verify. At one point in time, you did have to have 20% to put down. Mm -hmm. So just imagine today all of the folks over the last five years or whenever you purchased a home, just think if you had to save up to 20%, right? right so right. this is the only mortgage market on the planet for whatever reason, what I'm saying to you guys, let me look in the camera, you're blessed. Mm-hmm. And at any given point in time, the best percentage is about 63% of Americans decide to be homeowners. It, it's just like this. We all know somebody that uh, can't keep a job either in our family or somebody we know right mm-hmm. well unfortunately or the scripture says this the poor will be with you always they're always going to be some poor folks mm-hmm. right there are some folks you don't want to work and you don't want to work with them. Mm-hmm. and there's some folks that will not be home buyers we're not talking to you guys but for those that are sitting on the sideline trying to catch a falling knife time in the market because you're listening to bad information Such as what I mentioned a moment ago, news outlets telling you there's a 40 year mortgage, which that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Right. You you, there's just all this information out here and it causes analysis paralysis and it causes you not to move. Well, in fact, if you look at the data over the last five years, home prices have gone up every year. Absolutely. In two years we had a 40 percent run up. Mm -hmm. And so we're giving you this information. We're slowing it down just to help you get over that hump and get in the game. But I, the reason I mentioned private mortgage insurance is because of that, there's a negative connotation. But just like the forbearances and things that I mentioned, hey, that helps you leverage. Mm-hmm. Got to look at it the wrong way, right? Poor folks, they get in debt. Rich folks, they leverage, right? Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay?
0: So we, we need to stop leveraging tennis shoes and cars, but we Preach, need to brother. leverage real estate. Great. And that's what I that's what I wanted you to. I don't want to go too far.
1: <laughs> oh no, I love what you said about it uh, because based on uh, the history you just gave us with the way that mortgages were before, you were tied down to that twenty percent. That was a barrier to entry. So if you didn't if you didn't have that kind of collateral, save you couldn't become a homeowner. Well, now right. with you know USDA products, uh, VA products, and then FHA with the three and a half percent down, we've we've gotten more opportunities for more people to become homeowners and take advantage of what's known as the American dream. Uh, and we've seen that dream at, at peak capacity over the past couple of years with home uh, appreciations, uh, people buying in at a certain price and then having equity almost instantly. So uh, I think in that regard, private mortgage insurance, uh, mortgage insurance premium slash, um, is a great thing. It just gives you access to borrow more money than you would have had access to because you didn't have the proper collateral.
0: Hey, Amen. Hey, Amen. And partnered and 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 when you partner with the right team, there's always strategies to get you in. I look at FHA as a bridge, Tev. Yes, sir. Okay. It gets you in the door. Then there's a reason we had to go FHA more times than not. It was some type of challenge with credit or what have you, right? Or that's just where we started, but that's not where we need to end. So, guys, what you what what folks that we talk to a lot, and what I see the largest barrier is this. you think it's a home run. We, we hitting singles and doubles. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that makes the most money, right? Everybody likes the home run, right? Mm-hmm. But we want to have a 300 batting average. you know, they make millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. so so get in the house, stay with your lender, strategize, right when when terms come where you can reposition, reposition. But as I said to you and you've seen on a, a lot of my prior videos that I've done before we came together, Tev, mm-hmm. you know, got folks in eighteen, nineteen, with the concept of I'm going to fix my credit and it never gets fixed. Right. Then right. then 20, 21, 22 comes in when the bottom falls out and we can't refinance.
1: You're not in position. You're not See? in position to take advantage.
0: So that's why we always drum the basics. We We were on credit for three weeks. Right. Yeah. And and then capacity, and this is why because we want you guys to grow, okay, mm-hmm. to grow. So I think we hit it on the head tonight, man. What do you think?
1: I'm excited, man. I really feel like what we've talked about over the past few weeks uh, with the three C's to home ownership. Uh, if you follow the series thus far, you're in a better position than you were, let's say, in March. Uh, you have a better understanding of what it is that your lender is going to need, and you also have a better understanding of gauging where you are as it relates to credit uh, your capacity and then what you have saved and in order to, you know, put down on the purchase of your home. Uh, so I feel like for the, the listeners that have followed us through this path, they're in a better position. Uh, and when they're ready, then uh, they'll be able to take advantage of the information we've shared.
0: There it is guys. So we want to thank you for listening to our, our pod, our audio cast or video cast, cause we don't know how you're watching. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we hope that you have found this information and the prior uh, episodes helpful, right? Yeah. So we would cordially invite you to join us each week, or as long as you need to, as Tevin says, right? Uh, and on our next episode, watch this, guys. Brrr, we're gonna be talking about documentation.
1: Oh yeah, the dreaded D. <laughs> <laughs> right. But
0: we're we gonna break that thing down, guys. We're gonna break it down. So Tevin, but but Tevin and myself. Our time is up, but we thank you for yours. Guys, this is something that we always say. We say, let us let grace abound. And Lord willing, we'll see you again on the next week. Peace.